to frown town this time. Our mics are on. <laughs> that is correct. Both of us have working mics. <laughs> and now we're loud and proud. <laughs> loud and proud. Hello. First of all, V, I'm glad you're back. Hi. I'm I back. Everyone missed uh, me spending five minutes talking about how much you look like Bieber in the last one, which they did. They did. They, uh, do I still, you still, you still got like, I now you're, now you're given, I feel like you're given like older Bieber looks now. Like you're, okay, you're pre, okay. pre mustache, uh, but like, <laughs> like halfway through the tattoo journey. Right. Sure. So, sure. Pre mustache halfway through the tattoo journey is what I'm getting from you right now. Like, like you, you just, you just found out that you can bang a lot of people all over the country. And, <laughs> And you're exploring yourself. That's well, the Bieber I I'm mean, getting from you. Well, I mean, I will say uh, uh, driving around the entire United States as I have been <laughs> doing, um, I, yeah, uh, we talked about last week and it wasn't recorded. I did drive through um, the remnants of Hurricane Ida. So that was cool. Oh. Um, why were you just looking for an experience um i heard that it was gonna rain and i was like i can drive i can drive in rain that's not a problem and then i was on the highway and like literally the radio because i love listening to the radio when i drive especially when i'm going on a road trip and the radio was like "Ah, ah, ah," and then they were like there's a storm warning flood warning for southern pennsylvania in this county, in this county. And it was, um, and so that was the thing. And then they had these uh, LCD screens on the highway that were like tornado yeah. warnings. So it was like a hurricane, but there's tornadoes inside the hurricane. Yep. Like that was the thing that just happened. Just like, hey, bro, uh, I heard you like storms. You want some storms <laughs> inside of your storms? We're filming Twister 2. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, so, the best yeah, part about great. that, the best part about that, by the way, uh, is that they were listing the counties. Did you know what county you were in? Did they? Were you no really? idea. No idea. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Is that that is? I just that's the worst. I was. I was trying when I'm when I'm driving. I kind of think of myself as like a little dot on a map. So like I like yeah. I know I'm going this way, and I came from this way. So I knew I was in the range of what they were talking about, um, but I didn't know. I mean, I could tell I was definitely in there because there were definitely people hydroplaning all around me. <laughs> and if you if you um, think it to yourself, how did he know that V didn't know what county he was in? It's because I've been in that exact same situation yes. where I'm driving, the sky goes super black. Like it turns like yeah. pitch black. Yeah. To where the rain starts coming down to where I can't see like anything in front of me. And I turn the radio on and they start calling out counties. And I was like, holy fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what county I'm in. I that also, shit is terrifying. <laughs> I listened to a lot of um, I listened to a lot of uh, Bible radio. It's kind of Aww. a guilty pleasure of mine. I grew up really. Uh, yeah, I, I actually have a Bible verse tattooed on my arm. Uh, nice oh, <laughs> for fun. What's yeah. the scripture? What's the tell me the uh, book and chapter, and I'll see if I know the. I want to know. I want to see if I know this. All right, let's I'm see. Curious. Okay, it's Matthew seven seventeen. Is that in the meek shall inherit the earth? No, it's good. That's fruit, the sermon bad on the mount. Fruit. It's good. Okay, fruit, it's bad the sermon fruit. on the mount. Okay, is that where? It's like uh, it's like it's like good. If, if a tree is good, it makes good fruit. And if it's bad, it makes bad fruit. So you got to chop down all the bad trees. It might be. Uh, I don't know. It might be weird. But I, I just got it because they're like bad it. fruit. 
I like it. Nice. Um, but the Bible, the funny, the funny thing is about like I, I like to study it because I also think that there's a lot of influence in this country that we don't realize uh, is affecting our laws. Uh, people who are mm-hmm. like lobbying, and there was this one um, radio pastor who was just like, I turned on the radio and it's got to, and you can always, you can always tell that they're doing the. You know, in d- certain cities, you would have different demographics, right? So you're in the South and you'll have like more like evangelical evangelicals and you might even have those fire and brimstone preachers yeah. or you get like, I love like certain cities, you have like the the black preachers and then it's all like gospel <laughs> music and they also still hate abortion, but somehow it's yeah. at least, you know. But like to R&B beats. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um... But I heard this one pastor on the radio and he was like, you know, uh, the best thing about me is that I'm very humble, you know, and that's why I'm so great. (laughs) And then then he name dropped Billy Graham. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, So it's very very entertaining. It's very entertaining. And again, and I don't know if I've said this before, but I feel like if. I just imagine if people like us had had the resources to put up radio stations, because you go through these places where there's nobody and the mm-hmm. only station, you press the scan button and it goes all the way around. And the only station is somebody talking yep. to you about Jesus. And Jesus has a lot of money. It's wild. Uh, he's got <laughs> like so his, much money. His PR and, campaign is insane. It's But it's also, uh, I also saw uh, an Amish buggy horse and buggy when i was mm-hmm. on the highway it was going over a bridge over the highway and, oh, nice. and then i got really curious about like how are the amish dealing with covid you know like they're wearing masks um no they're actually just they're dying a lot <laughs> oh okay cool never mind i thought they were just wearing masks and then um, not going to the hospital is that not how that works nope uh they, they, they go to the they hospital are, they won't go to the hospital right I they like don't that. do modern medicine i don't believe so uh so Ooh. that's wait is the mask modern i don't know if they're masking they're they're also wary of vaccinations they don't want to get vaccinated well of course I, f- I figured that that would be the case but like a mask like okay, so there's a part in the Bible that uh, in Leviticus that talks about <laughs> no seriously. There's a part in the Leviticus that says if a person has an illness or a disease that they have to cover their mustache or their mouth when they speak to people, which is literally just a mask. Oh wow, that's a that's real so, scripture. That's Leviticus. Uh, usually Leviticus is I'll, not I'll something I really like. Leviticus is just, <laughs> yeah. Leviticus is is uh, all the other laws about like bullshit. Leviticus but, is also like hey. Uh, don't be gay. Don't, don't be, be gay. But they also said it also says no incest, which I mean, fair. That's the law that they did. <laughs> that's the law that most conservative states don't actually pay attention to. They're I like, will oh, say, abortion. I will say, like most gay, of the trans, places, but incest we're cool with. Most of the places that I went up and down, like the uh, DC, um, you had to wear masks. I went to the Smithsonian and I got blinded by the diamonds, and then thought about how much. Food we could buy with all the diamonds and the Smithsonian. So many diamonds. <laughs> so many diamonds. diamonds. They're really Ooh, I just cool. Re- I just realized something. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm Jay Jones. Oh, yeah. I'm Vichetti. <laughs> this and is we town. are the diamonds of podcasts. Yeah, that's that's our cold open, baby. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just saying it's, uh, you know, it's very interesting. You know, the further north you go, it's not necessarily more masks. Um, you would you know, think you it get, would be, but I, I guess no. Not. You get to upstate New York; nobody was really wearing a mask. People were crowding in the bars. It was very. Um, people seem to well, think 
in a lot of Actually, places that, that sense, if you're though. vaccinated, they're yeah, a highly vaccinated say. area. Yeah, um, that's what I was going to say. I, I feel like because that's what the government told everyone. So the, the right. impetus for people getting vaccinated was if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear masks. And for a very long time. And you can time, go back to regular life. Yeah, and they're still kind of saying that. Like it's yeah. they haven't they haven't really changed that. They're they're going so right. hard in the paint for unvaccinated people, which I mean like that gives us a, a really good segue into a topic. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, let's do it. So Biden dropped a hot fifteen uh on the, on the <laughs> United States. Uh, yes. It was it was it was it was it was angry in some parts. Uh oh he's always a, a little mad. <laughs> He's always fighting he's, mad. Like, every time, always... every time Biden comes on the TV or the radio, I, I, like he sounds like an old Irish grandpa, like yes. chastising, like <laughs> like the like the mom left the grandkids with him, and he never has children in his house, and he's just really annoyed right now. And, and he's only like he's only like a quarter of the way through the whiskey, so he's not super drunk, but he's he's got a little. <laughs> He's but he's drunk flare. enough that his whole face is bright red. <laughs> he's got a little flair. He's got a little flair. He's like, you know what? <laughs> Rah. So he, he comes on TV, drops a hot 15, uh, and then he tells everyone, look, I am going to make it that if you have an employer, if you are an employer with more than 100 employees and your your employer's employees are not vaccinated, we're fining you $14,000, um, which is oh. enough to get, which is enough to get a lot of places to be like, okay, let's get vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, here is where things went wild. So he does that. And then all the conservative media immediately start calling him Hitler. Like the amount of <laughs> Hitler drops. I'm not even playing. The amount of Hitler, tyrant, uh, like. and the That's how you know the argument is over. <laughs> the amount of Hitler arguments, dystopian future headlines that there were was wild. Sean Hannity, I think, straight up and down just called him a tyrant. He's like, it's the tyrannical role of Biden. And okay. Biden mentioned this in the speech, and I would be remiss if I did not point this out. Uh, Fox News has all of their employees under a vaccine mandate. Yes, they do. They do. So they're all on of them there being like, don't get the vaccine and go fucking eat some horse medicine or whatever. And like, yeah, which brings me to my point. And I think we I all love need to horse consider this. medicine. Don't get me wrong. I do the right ones. But <laughs> I think this, th- th- I think we need to, we all need to, someone needs to say this out loud because no one's saying it. Have we truly considered the fact that conservatives are just purposely telling their base not to take the vaccine? Because if uh, in two years from now, we're still fighting COVID, Biden loses or Democrats lose. But they're also, they're, all the people who would vote for them are going to die. <laughs> they're not, but people aren't, but that's the thing. The the death rate from COVID, while it's higher than, you know, standard, isn't high enough for them to really miss out on right. voting. Right. I, I honestly feel like this is their end game. Like, mm. I think their end game is to be like, look, we're still dealing with COVID and no one's going to bring up the fact that they've been telling their people not to get unvaccinated or to remain unvaccinated for X amount of time. It'll just be a failure by Biden. And I think that's why we're here now where Biden's not like, fuck you, get vaccinated. We wouldn't be here if people hadn't been just like spreading disinformation. So like yeah. we could, the, the real question is like, can Biden do this? Uh, <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, I think I can. think I think um you know again and I'm not uh I don't nor under normal circumstances think that drugging people against their will is great but <laughs> hear me out you know is, is vaccination a blow drugging dart gun. against a blow dart okay. gun okay okay so and you're just, for, okay just <laughs> so you- 
and just so twice you have to get them the first time and then yeah 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 and you track catch them. them you track them exactly so we, we hire what we do is we hire these these Private guys who wear the camo you know no we go and hire my grandma kathy uh she loves to hunt uh she she can okay. track people you know, she can wear her camo. What about but urban she, environments, though? Like she'll wear she, urban camo. She'll like dress like that, concrete have, or something. Have you ever? <laughs> okay, okay, I'll continue. And then she'll get them. She'll get them with her blow dark on, and she'll go up and she'll be like, "Gotcha! See you in two weeks." And then Your grandma you know, in the middle of grandma. the hood in urban camo. She's is the recipe only, for disaster. <laughs> she's four. She's four foot ten. Jay. She can fit in a small that's space. That does not make me feel better for it. That's a recipe <laughs> for disaster. Can you imagine if 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 you were just like walking around your house and then you just came across just an old lady with a blow dart, <laughs> just just waiting for you to like to go to sleep? You wouldn't you see. Imagine? You wouldn't see her. You wouldn't see her until you got hit. Man, she's very. I think you're, she, I think you're, I think you're really underestimating the power. Or excuse me, overestimating the power of urban camo. It's not good enough to, sure. to keep her that she, hidden. I'm just saying Which, she, maybe she, if she, she, lives, fashioned, she lives off of animals that she goes out and gets in yeah. the woods. <laughs> I think maybe if she fashioned a suit uh, like that, or like 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 we took out like she one of those could, uh, pebble, yeah. we take one of those pebble trash cans, we hollow it out, and then we put her in okay. that. And okay. so then, like, and so she, and so we, we put her, and then we just have those lined up down streets, and we're like, oh, we're putting all these pebble trash cans here to beautify your city. And then as people are walking by, we have certain people that we know that we've been tracking, sure, sure. aren't vaccinated, and they're just getting, they're getting blown. I was by, gonna by say the trash hollow cans. out a filing cabinet, you know, or we Give just her... do drones, just drones, <laughs> just drones. Hear me out. We okay. we uh we we throw a concert in a park, right? And we only it, it, the concert is for the unvaccinated only. And so we're like, come be proud and be unvaccinated. Everyone comes out to the park. We'll have like uh, Leonard Ooh, Skinner, yes. you know, you know shit Leonard that races like, you know shit that races like uh, playing. They'll come out for Leonard Skinner, and they'll be like, yeah. And as they're in the field, we'll have a drone just come by and just shoot shit tons of darts with vaccines in them, and they can't run from it. And then three months later, we'll just do the same thing. They'll be dumb enough. They'll fall for it again. <laughs> Fish in a barrel. Fish in a barrel. And then we just jump them. I, I, I like this idea because of the drone use. I feel like it's it's high time that Americans experience the terror you know of a what drone we do? strike. You know what we do is, is, Jay, what we do is we invent robot bees like the black yes. mirror and then everybody who tweets about not getting vaccinated a bee stings them with the vaccine it pops out of their phone like the bees are hidden in their phones so we put oh, okay. robot we put robot, robot bees, bees embedded embedded in everyone's phone and then when you say the word unvaccinated and i'm so if you use i'm <laughs> and then another bee Wait. comes and finds you two weeks it later just, the robotic bee just pops out of your phone. It's like, ah, and you're like, ah. And then honestly, uh, after that happens, honestly, I would just be yelling into my phone, booster shot. I don't have a booster shot. But see, you'd have to type the phrase, I'm unvaccinated. It'd have to be the phrase, I'm sure. unvaccinated. And as soon as you did, the ro- the first robot bee would pop out of your phone. You'd be like, ah, shit. And you would probably throw away your your phone because you don't trust it anymore. But see, that's what you, that's what you fuck came up. Out of it. That's where you fuck up. The phone itself turns into a fully me- mechanical bee and just takes over your entire house and holds you hostage for three weeks and then stabs you one more time so you get two shots. I don't know. All right. That's that's insane. All right. Um, But here's the <laughs> thing. Uh, 
we went down a real rabbit hole with that and I enjoyed every minute of it. It was great. Uh, legally, I think Biden can do this and here's why. The okay. Constitution gives the executive branch powers in emergency, uh, specifically public health emergencies. And that's something that like we've seen governors do with their ability to kind of mandate uh, vaccinations, the president has that same power. Yeah, when I was in New York, um, I had my vaccine on a uh, a big chain with a frame around nice. it. And so I would go into bars and show it to them, and then the bouncers would laugh at me because I am a dork. Um, but but you were vaccinated, dork, and that's what I counts. Ha- I had to show my vaccine card, but I think that's also what's getting people to feel okay is that- Feel comfortable and safe, they, yeah. Yeah, they're like, I, everyone in here has to show a vaccine card, Oh, I've, so I've seen I'm that happen safe. at shows, at comedy shows, yeah. we're all vaccinated, so we're like, oh, we take the mask off, and it's like, we probably should. Yeah, um, yeah. The other thing, too, uh, that you should do for that vaccine card I just thought about, you remember those old belt buckles that had, like, the big sign, the LED sign? <laughs> yes! I, I feel like you should just line your vaccine card with an LED that just lights up and just <laughs> goes around in a pattern. Just uh, just lights up, like, in a pattern. Or just put, like, a Knight Rider, the back and forth, and with the sound effect. Because if you don't do it with the sound effect, it doesn't count. But I just I just really want it to be very flashy. Um so we'll find out the real thing. So basically right now, everyone's suing uh, the state. Here's something fun to know yeah. about the Department of Justice. Uh, it is currently suing Texas. Um, so something that we talked about with the abortion ban that yes. did not make it to air, but right. we can still say it, is that in order to legally challenge the abortion ban, someone would have to go into a lawsuit for $10,000. Yeah. And then they could show the harm caused by the ban. Sure. But only then could they do that. Well, what we missed is that the Department of Justice can just straight up and down sue a state. Um, and okay. I, I, yeah, and they did. So they're suing Texas. And Sick. essentially, what will happen is most likely while that lawsuit is being pursued, the, there will probably be a stay on that law. Well, and, and I wanted to um, say, like, you know, I was last week when we talked about this, you know, we were talking about um, the fact that, like, you can sue anybody, and like there, there have been uh, abortion funds that, uh, that have shut down because of this law. Yeah. But there are also people who are just like, "Fuck it." Uh, so there's this uh, the Texas Equal me, Access Fund, the T Fund, T E A Fund on Instagram and Twitter. They are uh, they provide financial and emotional support for people seeking abortion care oh, nice. in the Northeast and Panhandle regions of Texas. So they're just like. Fuck it. We're still doing this. I did want to read. They had this really. uh, So this is a general messaging guidance on uh, Texas's SB8. So you might want to go online and talk about how bad this bill is uh, because it's an ongoing thing. Um, It is actually very bad. It's very bad. But here's some guidelines on how to talk about it. One thing they ask is don't compare it to The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at that. But yeah, don't. That feels like this stuff has been. This this stuff has also been happening to like The Handmaid's Tale. They just it's just like oh, can you imagine if this happened to white women? Like the stuff in The Handmaid's Tale has been happening to like women and queer people all over the world for a long time. Also, just as a heads up, the TFON. So I put a link in the last week's notes that went to a wider link that the TFON is in. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah, that's a good uh, idea. They, they also ask, uh, when you're discussing uh, patients traveling out of state to receive care, don't use phrases 
uh, related to the Underground Railroad. <laughs> uh, don't conflate abortion rights with slavery. Um, you know, you've seen a lot of that. Again, and that's the why first, is this, this not just honestly, Well, I mean, it's the first thing I thought was like, we're going to have to have the abortion underground. Um, but I also... <laughs> But that that's that's like the, the it sounds more like the Velvet Underground. <laughs> it does, but as I said, that's like the stigma. That's like the stigma of like the back alley abortion, and that's not. Yeah. It's not. That's helpful. not how that. That's not how that that happens um, or how that works. So another thing they ask: uh, don't use xenophobic, Islamic phobic language like the Texas Taliban. Um, oh, okay. That, don't do I was gonna that. Say, who the fuck was doing that? But Texas Taliban is also something I did see. That's correct. Yeah, uh, and then they've also, got two a lot things, of this just seems know, like it like, seems lo- it, it seems like was, geared towards stopping hot takes. It it is it is it's, okay. It's it's not just about hot takes though. It's just like the way that people have been talking about it. They let their emotions overwhelm them, and they say like fuck it, fucked up shit. Um, I have a I have a I have a I have a different thematic thought about this and i thought this after we talked about it uh last time so i think actually this is i think this is stemming from people trying to get clout let me explain yeah i feel like a lot of people especially after this happened all i saw were these people trying to find the cleverest way to talk about this thing with texas and i don't think that's so much outrage because a lot of like the texas taliban the uh comparing it to the underground railroad comparing it to slavery a lot of that language stem from people trying to find like these funny takes about it right and i think that's what i'm saying this feels like it's 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 generated to stop hot takes right i'm not saying that like that's the only reason for it i'm just saying like i feel like that kind of took over the internet for like a week it really did it really did and it's and it, and it sucks to like if you've been through this process um and and you know like nobody really like abortions are like a hard thing to go through for your body yeah. and your and your mind like it's not you know, nobody comes to that decision lightly. Um, and even if you do, it's your it's your fucking body. Uh, yeah. But the thing they do to to recommend uh, to people is that, uh, you know, you do. So you do speak to providers, storytellers, clinic admin and abortion funds in Texas and do guide calls to action to supporting Texas abortion funds and independent providers directly. So basically give your money to Texas abortion funds that are still up and running because they're going to need it because uh, they're going to be transporting people and they are likely to be the first people sued and, you know, create that case that goes to the Supreme Court. Um, so, yeah. but shout out to the T fund well, that, and the beauty, all these though, other people who are still doing the work. That's the beauty of the DOJ suing Texas. They're now the first case to go to the Supreme Court. So yeah. ideally what will happen is as this goes to court, that'll stay the law and then funds like the T fund can continue, basically continue running with without the fear of this. And I keep telling people that, that this is a lot of this stuff is coming like from the fact that the people in power in Texas, they they realize like the the this the census that came back recently 95 percent of new arrivals in texas are people of color like yeah. texas is changing and so these people are feeling well it's changing back i guess because it used to be mexico <laughs> <laughs> but Brown all these people, people are back these 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 folks in power they're very scared and so they're trying to clamp down and make people stressed out and affect people's uh, personal lives because that when you have to fight for your basic right to like be a human and access care, you don't have as much time to go out and uh, protest 
Uh, and yeah. even some, you know, there are some places that want to ban that too. <laughs> well, yeah. Florida's trying to do that right now uh, with the Anti-Riot Act. That, yeah, we're, we're going to get to that. The, the thing I will say, though, is, and I think I've said this before, this this whole gambit by Republicans is such a shitty endgame. Because here's the thing. Uh, they are basically putting all of their eggs in the white people basket. Yes. And, and and not like, and, and let me rephrase that, racist white people basket, bigoted white people <laughs> basket. Because honestly, it's it, we're at a point where I, I, I truly have been trying to remind myself, like, okay, I'm not saying like not all white people, I'm not going to like phrase it that way. But I've been trying to remind myself that the Republicans are, are appealing specifically to the racism that exists in our society. And there are white people that are both Overtly and also uh, not covertly, but uh, subconsciously. They don't even even know. Yeah, I mean, Uh, they may be overtly supporting it or just supporting it, not realizing it, and that's fine. I think the you know that Uh, I like to call them. I like to call them Bill Maher Democrats. (laughs) Yeah, you're allowed to realize that you're not privileged. I get it. But the the thing I guess what I'm saying is is that like. It doesn't make sense for me from a from a in game standpoint if I'm a Republican to do this because you're burning right. so many bridges. Like your hope, I guess, it's their is their last this. gasp. They just well, they just don't have is, anything else to do. But Republicans aren't racist. But that's, that's what I'm saying. So it's the last gasp of white supremacy. But like Republicans at their core and conservatism at its core, I was gonna say is not is not solely white supremacist. Like the the idea of Let's check our spending. Let's uh, hold to some of the traditions of the country. I get that many of the traditions are steeped in systemic racism, but what I'm saying is not yeah. all of that concept is. They've chosen to focus solely on well, it's the racial of the aspects of, of it. They get a lot of money from um, Christian groups. And I mean, when I remember being in church, uh, particularly in evangelical church, it was, you know, you know, 20 years ago, this was like, you know, we're creating a country for God. We're creating a country under the Lord. And, you know, anything that you do in service (laughs) of that. Yeah. And it's really scary to see that coming to fruition as an adult, you know, being in my 30s and being like all the things that they talked about doing, they organized themselves and they got together and they did it because they actually go because people who are progressive, they seem to think that once we gain something, we can just sit back because we made headway. We and it. that's not the case because there are always people who are going to try and reverse it. And that's what's yeah, happening say, right this now. This is not the first time the country has been this level of fundamentalist Christian. I mean, the country yeah. was extremely fundamentalist in the 50s, in the 60s. It kind of started to change, but there was a lot of lot of work and effort to get some change done. And to and your they're point, also going, they're also going go. out to other countries as well. You know, the, the fact that Uganda basically made homosexuality punishable by death is a direct result of Christian, you know, quote unquote, missionaries yeah. going well, over there and spreading their uh, hateful I, I, shit. I agree that Christianity is very much to blame for that, but I will also say that that uh, there's an unfortunate amount of hate in every religion for homosexuality. Sure. And then there's also cultural hate specifically for a lot of African cultures for homosexuality. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's a it's a kind of like a, 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 a I was gonna say a perfect storm, but then I, I, the word right. perfect tripped me. It is, kind of was like it kind of amped it up to a point where yeah, they felt where they came in and, and they they right they came in and, and gave them a, a system with which yeah. to to like you know use their hatred as opposed to just mob killing. Now we can right. systematically 
hate these people. Right. Um, so the thing that I will say though, uh, just to wrap up, cause then we got to go to break. Uh, this shit is crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so when, when, uh, I, I am curious to see what happens with this whole mandate thing. Like my biggest curiosity with this is, how he gets challenged from a legal standpoint. And then also we have to have the conversation about presidential emergency powers. Yeah. Because like right now you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want. Like, do you realize <laughs> like if real talk, if a bomb hits American soil, just American soil gets hit with a bomb as a president like you turn into a goddamn dictator immediately. Yes. Until a specific like interval is done. Like that's a lot of power. And yeah. if, Biden declares, which I think, I feel like uh, we've already declared a national emergency for COVID, right? I think. Has it? <laughs> I feel like I've just been in a constant emergency for a year and a half. It, it feels like we already did it. But if it if he declares COVID a national emergency, which he can, he can declare it under the, the Delta virus. I think that's how we were able to get, actually, no, it, it was because that's how we were able to get uh, all that extended um unemployment benefits it was because of yeah. it was a national emergency so in all of those cases like those powers we, we're gonna have to figure out because this is a shitty place to be like let's cap the president's power right <laughs> this, is a, this is a shitty time to be like well you don't have enough power we need the president to have that much power right now because fucking congress isn't gonna do it so they're very we need slow the president. well not just that but also like the the their current split there's no way they're going to pass legislation that's mm-hmm. going to be able to mandate, uh, you know, basically it's going to be able to mandate uh, a vaccine, a vac- mandate vaccination. They just can't do it. So I don't truly believe that there is a way that we can do this without the president having this power. But I also like the idea of the president's power being limited because. Yes. I remember the last president's plural. <laughs> All of them. All of them did some shit. Uh, so I yes, don't know. It, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Interesting as in that's the only way I can say that without sounding like I want to run screaming out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. From town. Wow, 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 wow. Get that whammy yeah. bar. Yeah, whammy bar. Hey, welcome back to Front Town. Uh, I'm Jay Jones. And I'm V Chatty. What's up? I specifically started that uh, saying who we are introduction because I wanted to take a sip of Fresca. I knew it would buy me time. <laughs> oh, you're still on the Fresca train. <laughs> oh my God. What do you mean still? I never left the Fresca train. And I I never will. I'm going to bury me with the Fresca. My, my stepmom used to drink Fresca and Diet Sprite and I absolutely mm. loved them. But the last time I was there, there was no Fresca and no Diet Sprite. And, you know, I'm just going to like get some soon. I need you it. You should. I, I feel like, uh, first of all, I do love a good Diet Sprite. Um, though, here's the thing I don't like about Diet Sprite. This is a weird aside. Okay. You know how like- no, it, it's it, the taste is not the issue. It's the mouthfeel. Okay. It's the same it's, issue I have with like Coke Zero. The mouth that that okay. syrupy like Sprite has like a syrupy mouthfeel that I notice. No, and I, I can, don't feel like Diet Sprite does though. It's a little bit lighter. It doesn't. It's got and that. Mm. I like the mouthfeel. Okay. I like my sodas to feel like they're sugary. Oh, see, I don't. Yeah. It hurts my teeth. <laughs> Mine too, but I like it. <laughs> I just You're I was masochist just eating, for soda. Uh, for actually, it might just be for sugar because I was eating Golden Crisp. Uh, that was the cereal I was eating during break. Uh huh. <laughs> and 
I realized as I was eating the bowl of Golden Crisp that like if I don't let it sit in the milk long enough, it makes my teeth hurt. It's because it's so sugary. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which means I, I really, I honestly, I bought it because, um, God, this is a weird aside as well. I bought it because I uh, remember the theme song. Mm. So I buy cereal, and typically my favorite cereal is, is Quaker Oat Squares. That's the cereal I eat. Sure. It's it's a uh, it's lightly kissed with brown sugar. It's not very sweet. It's good for the teeth. It's good for the body. Has a lot of fiber. Great punch. I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, but I didn't get to have a lot of sugary cereals when I was a kid, and I remember wanting them. And so I, I decided, like recently, I was like, you know what? Let's have some cereal I haven't had before. So I started okay. trying to think of cereals I wanted, and Golden Crisp was one of the cereals I wanted because of the bear. Sugar Bear used to be like. Like, I can't get enough of that golden crisp, right? So I had... <laughs> here's the thing. I looked that up and I found that that's a commercial that's been going since like the 1900s, since they started the cereal. Oh, wow. And they... They ripped off Mahalia, Mahalia Jackson's uh, The Walls of Jericho because it goes dun 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 like that's this and that's the song and so they just ripped off of it with uh this white dude who sounds like Bing Crosby who I looked up and found out about I forgot his name but I looked all that up and then I was like well I'm gonna get this cereal and then I got it and it's not that good it actually what what cereal is it again Golden Crisp. Golden crisp. It's called Golden oh, Crisp. Yeah, it's I've never really had it. I, I'm a fan of, um, I mean, I'll eat a cookie crisp. Oh, uh, of course. Cinnamon that's, Toast that's Crunch. A, okay, listen. Saying you'll eat cookie crisps is not like, <gasps> what? Of course you will. <laughs> fucking chocolate chip cookies. Of course you'll eat it. <laughs> I do like a good Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's a... Uh, Oh, it's a real I, fall, it's a when fall I'm eating cin- when I'm sitting uh when I'm eating cinnamon toast crunch like I black out I wake up and the bowl and the whole box is just gone yeah it takes you to an autumnal world it's amazing <laughs> it's drugs <laughs> how, do you feel, how do you feel about because uh, my personal favorite is peanut butter crunch Ooh, I do like peanut butter crunch yeah I mean it's terrible I also like this this or yeah, there's this like organic cereal called like Panda Puffs, and the panda Ooh. used to look all like chunky and sad. It was all like like a panda, <laughs> and then now they put like a skinny younger panda on the box, and I just oh, feel so snap. sad for like the original panda was like so lovely and fluffy, and now they put this like young skinny panda that's like hi, I'm smaller. It has um, like a full calendar of shit to do. <laughs> it also destroys the roof of your mouth, but it is delicious. Yeah. Panda puffs. Panda puffs, peanut butter I will cereal. I really do love me some peanut butter crunch. Uh, and then while we're on it, I, I really like Reese's pu- uh, puffs. I know that they're yep. relatively new to the game, but delicious. Uh, yeah, amazing. I like the combination lucky, lucky of chocolate and peanut butter. Lucky charms. No, I don't like lucky charms. Oh. Lucky charms, I didn't. Blast Here's why I don't like Lucky Charms, uh, because they're just they're just Cheerios with a shit ton more sugar. Yes, and I like Cheerios by them, like just regular Cheerios. Like I actually I eat multigrain Cheerios. Like that's my favorite Cheerio. I like Cheerios too, but sometimes you know you just gotta get those hard. And the marshmallows stars and always disappoint me. The marshmallows always I, disappoint. I me. like them. They're weird. I like the texture. They're, they're slimy. Not, I don't know what weird. colors. They're like <laughs> yeah. slimy, but they're also crunchy somehow. It's well, it's not if you let them sit long enough. If they, they if they also, sit long enough, it gets it get real soggy. I also were like it was like the treat cereal. Like if we were really good, we might get it. Oh, or like we could sneak it into okay, the cart. Okay. So like yeah, I, I don't know. I associate a lot of things with it. 
that's also why I used to really love the concept. It wasn't Chuck E. Cheese pizza when I was a kid. It was showbiz pizza. But that's why <laughs> I used to really love the concept of showbiz pizza because uh, it was always a treat. Cause, you know, we didn't have birthdays because right. I was Chubb's witness. And so, like, right. there was, that would was be the reason why most people went. So, for us, it would be like someone's just like, you know what? We decided to treat our kids. And then we would get invited <laughs> to a party that was just a treat for us. It wasn't a birthday. It was just like we realized that as parents, we don't do shit for you. <laughs> because we don't celebrate any holidays. So, we decided this one time you could have pizza. And that was – it was amazing. I wasn't yeah. allowed to play video games, though. So, like, I only got to have pizza. Oh, wow. So, you went to <laughs> – like a whole arcade and all was you not could do was eat games. the pizza <laughs> oh, could only man. eat the pizza wasn't even played to do whack-a-mole too violent <laughs> that is a pretty violent game though i've definitely thrown out my shoulder doing whack-a-mole i will be honest with you uh to take a child to chuck e cheese and be like you know what you only get the pizza wow it was good <laughs> i was so sad i had to sit next to my mom and all the other parents <laughs> As they did their little parent gabbing thing while every other kid got to play and have fun. Uh-huh, I couldn't uh-huh. get into the ball pit because it was gross. I mean, honestly, I, I appreciate that. I would have gotten all the yeah, diseases. I would not. I would have gotten all the diseases. As a kid, I wanted to. But like now, it's like, yeah, I get it. But I couldn't go into the arcade. I could watch the little animatronic show. That still okay. existed. Yeah. But it was creepy. It was very It weird. is creepy. There's a reason why Showbiz Pizza got bought out and became Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. I still have I still have a Chuck E. Cheese coin. Can, can I ask you a, a legit question? And feel free yes. to say no. Do you want to go to Chuck E. Cheese one day? Like, I know we don't have any kids, but I kind of just want to go for the sake of going. Can we go yeah, as are adults we, are to we, Chuck E. Cheese? Are we allowed to? Are we allowed I mean, we're to just, go? We're just, we're just two dudes who like pizza and animatronic <laughs> <laughs> Can you Probably drink not. at Chuck E. Cheese? I mean, yes, they have beer. Oh, that's amazing! I mean, for the parents, obviously. Um, let's I feel see, like here's what I think we do. Go. To uh, I have two plans for Chuck this. E. I, have, I have two plans for this. We can borrow so a child. First pl- oh, we could bring we could bring Emma's kids. I, the, for my first plan was we find someone who has kids and we come as an accessory, right? Uh, so we Chuck don't have E. Cheese kids, but- says that we welcome everyone at any age. Bet. Do you want to go to Chuck E. Cheese? Just yes, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese. I'll be. Back I really want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. I'll be back at the end of the month. Let's go to Chuck E. Cheese. I'm I'm lactose intolerant as fuck, but I really want to go, and I'm still gonna we'll have. Take, we'll I'm take gonna a, have a take shit a ton fucking, of, Take a pill. Yeah, I'm gonna take pills with me. I'm gonna take pills with me. I'll eat them <laughs> with the pizza, and I'm I'm gonna eat some terrible Chuck E. Cheese pizza, and then watch an animatronic band. And you know what? This time I will bring quarters, and I will enjoy. Actually, I think I have to just do tokens, just, but whatever. We'll we'll bring. I guess I we'll should bring, just go to Dave and Buster. That makes way Dave more and, sense. Dave and Buster's. Fine, I guess. Chuck E. Cheese, but would they be don't more have fun. kids running around losing their shit, and that's what I want to go for. Like, I don't oh. want like not f- gross for kids, but I like watching right. kids lose their shit. It's, it's funny. fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. I was a teacher. I enjoy that shit. It's, like, <laughs> I, I, it's fun. I, I, I used to. I was the only teacher that, like, when kids would come in for class, it'd be, like, really loud and rambunctious. I was the only mm-hmm. one who enjoyed that. So I'm like, look at them yeah. being kids. That's awesome. Yeah. You can tell that no one let me play as a kid. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's talk about Florida because uh, I feel like we've we've spent oh, a lot of time. Speaking of childhood, oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, V. Uh, Florida's been in the news lately. Yeah, give me some PTSD, baby. Yeah. Uh, do you want cute, good cute. news about Florida or bad news about Florida? Which one do you uh, want? Let's let's start with the let's start with the good news. What's the good news? I like where there's your head's good at. news. All right, there is good news. Dang. Uh, so, in the ninety-page decision, uh, U.S. District Judge Mark Walker in Tallahassee. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mark Wahlberg. 
Uh, oh, that would have been so great. Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark was like, hey, yo, bro, this, this bill is whack. No, um, this bill is Mark wicked Walker. fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why anyone would fucking do this. Uh, Mark Walker found the recently uh, enacted anti-riot law okay. vague and overbroad and said it essentially was an assault on First Amendment rights of free speech. And and here's the thing. We talked about this a little bit off air, but just for people who don't know, let's catch them up. Anti-riot, the, anti-riot, the an- anti-riot, <laughs> anti-riot. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> the Anti-Riot Act uh, in Florida <laughs> did this thing where it essentially, in fact, I'll just read the language. Uh, it says that a person who commits a riot is someone who willfully participates in a violent public disturbance involving an assembly of three or more persons acting oh. with a common it's intent to assist each other in violent and disorderly conduct that results in injury, property damage, or imminent danger to another person or property damage. Okay, so, so. you're just like standing by a building and you're holding a sign that's like, please don't shoot me. And they're like, I feel like you're in imminent danger to this building, so I'm going to charge you with rioting um is that about right let's okay so you're close let's 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 change two things uh you're standing outside the building yes you are holding a sign yes let's make the sign a black lives matter sign okay and then for shits and gigs just for shits and gigs let's say that that you're you're part of an overarching protest okay of of uh of you know oppressed people (laughs) sure right you're there with oppressed people. Now, oppressed people, when they protest and they're not heard, sometimes some of the oppressed people will express their oppression by means of violence. Yes. Because not all of us are, are Martin. Some of us are Malcolm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of us are Malcolm. So if somebody Malcolm's over on the left and you're on the right and you're doing your Martin, if you're there with a sign that says Black Lives Matter and then Malcolm is over here like tearing shit up and he also has a sign that says Black Lives Matter, you're part of it now. So now you're, you're part of a riot. You need one more person. So one more person can be there. So it could be you, me, and, uh, oh, let's just pick a person. Give me a random person. You, um, me, and Dupree. It's you, me, and Dupree. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a movie. It's you, me, and Dupree. Made up Dupree. I'll be Malcolm. You be Martin. Dupree is just there. He's neutral. So if, if as Malcolm, I'm like, fuck this shit. And I burn something down. And you're like, mm-hmm. I would like to have a discourse about equality. And I'm burning shit. And Dupree's there. We're a riot. Right. You, me, and Dupree can be a riot. And only one of us has to actually do something. I mean, it sounds delightful, honestly. Dupree, it sounds awesome. I know. (laughs) But like, because of this, it just basically means like any actions that happen in a protest, you're responsible for. Even if they think you, even if they think you might do something like, you know, they say like, (laughs) oh, I was scared they were going to hit this building with their sign. Um, Now that's a riot charge. What would be what? super dope is if uh, and this isn't going to happen because the law got blocked. So, yay. yay. But what would be super dope if uh, this law got like just <laughs> like uh, equally applied to everyone so that like proud boys <laughs> and white supremacists yeah. are all just starting riots. Like I the only thing about that is that like pretty much any. So I feel like you could say depending upon how you want to take this, because let's let's go let's go uh, positive with it. Any sure. grouping of a white supremacist, I feel, is an imminent danger to me as a black person. I would say I would agree with you upon that. So if I could find three white supremacists, which uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> in the you're same in place, Washington which State, baby, you're in Washington State. Just go to a fucking open. Well, no, this mic. is in Florida. This is in Florida, <laughs> mind you. 
So I just have to find three white supremacists in Florida, one of which is violent right. and and honestly disorderly conduct. So just yell nigger at me. If three white supremacists <laughs> yell nigger at me, that's a fucking riot, according to this yes. r- law. Now, will they apply it that way? Of fucking no. course not. Would I love it if they did? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it because guess what? Half those protests wouldn't happen if that was how the law was applied. (laughs) A lot of white supremacists would just be in jail. And we'd be like, all right, well, bet. Or they (laughs) would just stay home. Oh my God, I I wish. But the problem is that that's not how the law is going to be applied. They are purposely making this law because it happened after the protests of George yeah. Floyd. So Ron DeSantis saw all the people get together and was like, yo, we don't believe that the world should be filled with inequality. And his answer to that was to be like, that's illegal what you're doing now. That was his answer. <laughs> I'm going to make your protest illegal. Stop making Uh, me listen to things. Oh, my God. Uh, Walker went on to say this. You know, it reminds me of, I I saw this show and there were fashion designers and they all had to make something like that represented their community and LA Mm -hmm. streetwear. And this uh, white woman from a Kentucky farm decided to make a jacket out of red handkerchiefs. uh, And she didn't listen to anybody. And she got kicked off of the show by Wiz Khalifa and Offset. Uh, what? No one. Okay. A bunch of people tried to tell her. The no, host no, no, of the no, show. No, no. That is the telling other her is one thing. Nope. Telling her is one thing. You put her in that red jacket. You have her go on Crenshaw. And then she learns her <laughs> lesson. And then she learns her lesson. She won't wear red anymore. She'll be like, you know what? This should be blue. It's like, no, no, no. Let me take you on the other side of town. And then she realized, just don't fuck with the colors. Like, you can't stop this gang shit. And I, I saw, uh, I can't remember who it was, but someone had, went on this rant about how much they hate, oh, it was Natasha Leggero, how much they hate gangster shit. And I was like, first of all, like, I don't think you get to rant about it if you're white. Yeah. <laughs> because a lot of the gangs are black based. Yeah. And even with, uh, even within the community, many of the gangs, uh, are not real threats in the community. And, and it's right. hard for me to, to figure out how to say this correctly. A lot of gangs aren't truly threats in the community. It's not. It's, mm-hmm. it, I mean, they'll shoot you for wearing the wrong colors, and that's kind of a threat. But I mean, if you live in the community, they won't shoot you. <laughs> that's kind of right. how that works. Uh, but anyway, that does, that's neither here nor there. That's the good thing that happened. That law is blocked. That means that you can still protest in Florida. And uh, guess what? I got, I got some stuff for you to protest. Um, Florida's first district court on Friday reinstated a stay on mass mandates in schools blocking local school requirements for masks oh uh uh-oh so if you have children in florida your school may require you to wear a mask they've been you know some schools have mandated because florida refuses to do it Uh so in response to that uh (laughs) schools were like hey we want to keep children safe so we're going to have all of our children we can't give them vaccines we're not allowed to do that so let's just let's just have them all wear masks and ron DeSantis was like you know what that's illegal you can't make people wear masks in schools. And so they're, the weird part about this is that they're like, look, you can't make it a requirement, but you can tell people that they should wear a mask. Like you can suggest it strongly, but you have sure. to have an opt out. Sure. And there are people who are, who are basically, uh, refusing to comply with this. This is a whole ass mess. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and I want to point out to you know i mean it's going to be a mess in in florida but even in states that are doing well on vaccinations for example the city of seattle doing pretty well on vaccinations people got vaccinated pretty widely and um they have been in school well what's today today's september 10th uh nothing weird about tomorrow um 
yeah, I guess I should have asked you off air if you want to talk about that at all. But I mean, we, we can I, tackle that later. Sure, sure. Uh, there were, you know, they were in, they've been in school for three days now. Um, and there's already 41 student COVID cases in Seattle <laughs> schools and they have masks and they are vaccinated yeah. kids. So it's still a whole thing. Oh, it's uh, actually, I, b- I believe in, in Tennessee, uh, they, there was a county Tennessee? in Tennessee where all the people, all uh, schools had to close back down because every single teacher got COVID. Yep. Uh, there are also, I believe, either Texas or Tennessee, because we had this conversation, and there are places where people, uh, teachers straight up and down died from COVID. Yes. Uh, like two teachers died in one specific, uh, school district. And before there was a, there was a teacher who infected like 19 students because they oh, came God. into, yeah, they came into school with what they said were quote unquote allergies. allergies. Uh. You know that story. Yeah. Like, oh no, just my allergies are acting up. That's why I have a fever and I'm coughing and I'm sneezing and I have all the symptoms of COVID, but it's oh my, my allergies. My allergies make me achy. So my allergies <laughs> hey. make it so that I can't smell or taste anything. I don't, it's just my allergies. And so uh, they refused to mask, refused to stay home and infected a bunch of kids. And I don't know if anyone died from that because that feels like a macabre thing for like a newspaper to report later and be like, and five people died because of their negligence. But I really wish we would do that because in all truth, if we saw the direct result of it, maybe we would think we shouldn't do it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm crazy. What can I say? Yeah. Um, here's the other thing, uh, that Florida has happening right now. Um, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. The other thing about the mass ban. So some school districts, in fact, there are 13 school districts in Florida who have just said, fuck you, we're doing a mass mandate and they don't care, uh, about the, the law in the state. They don't care about the funding being pulled. They don't care. And many of them have essentially just said that they're not going to change their policies. Mm. In fact, one great uh, had a spokesperson who just says our current policy remains in place through October 30th and then walked off. So uh, fun fact, last thing about Florida that we're going to talk about. And then let's have, I guess, a conversation, a very quick conversation about 9-11 because I'm exhausted uh, already. I'm already exhausted with 9-11. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> here's the thing that I will say uh, about this that I saw that I found interesting. Uh, there was a headline I saw where it says DeSantis says 2024 presidential run and then they put it in quotations, nonsense. And I don't believe it, but looking at how he's running Florida, mm-hmm. I truly feel that conservatives will vote for him based upon the very foolish things he's doing. Sure. And it's scary because death the wish, things he's- Death wish DeSantis. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying because like- he he's clearly killing people. Like he, the majority of the deaths in Florida are his fault. Yeah, I don't feel uncomfortable saying that. I kind of want to say all of them are his fault, but I guess someone had to actually transmit into the the, the I mean, into the state at some point. But just all of this is is. I'm so tired of this pandemic. I'm not really tired of 9-11. I'm just tired of this pandemic. I just want this to be over. And like, it feels like it's never going to end. And I truly don't know, like, if we ever see a time period where we don't have like masks on us all the time. Yeah, it's going to be a minute. (laughs) 
Well, V, fun fact, I didn't send this to you, but they've already discovered in India another much more contagious virus that's not even related to COVID. Oh, wow. It's exciting. Yeah, they're trying what to. What does they're this one do? Rushing, uh, it is a respiratory virus. It is uh, five times more contagious than Delta variant. And hold on a minute, I'm looking for the name of it because uh, I didn't send it to you, but I did send it to someone. It is called. Uh, I think it got deleted in my signal. <laughs> yeah, it got deleted in my signal messages, which is why I use signal, I guess. Uh, I think it's called the Nipah virus. I'll have to look that up. Uh, if I find. Did I will send it. To, yep, it's the Nipah virus. I was right. Nipah. Yes. N-I-P-A-H. Three. Uh, it is currently in India. It has a high death rate and uh, people are terrified of it. So it's, and it's transmitted from animals to humans, which should sound very familiar. Oh, shit. <laughs> we are going to all die. All right. Um, let's let's enjoy, uh, yes, enjoy yourselves. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's almost to the point where it's like, fuck it, just go out there, have fun. This is it. This is it, baby. We're all gone. It's all extension level events from this point. Um, let's talk for a minute, I guess, because it is happening. Uh, so it's tomorrow for us right now. But by the time you hear this, this will have passed. Um, but l- let's talk about 9-11 just to see, sure. I guess, where we are, how we feel about it. I, I don't want to put you on the spot. Well, so I'll you... say this. Uh, it was, oh, I was in, I was in the, uh, there's a, a film, like a documentary film about 9-11 that's like all footage that people on the ground had taken at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was going to bring my sibling up to see uh, some lights at the top of the city because that's what they really wanted to see. And yeah. my parents did not understand why we didn't want to stay home with them and watch the 9-11 documentary. Oof. <laughs> There's literally, they're literally at the part where there are bodies like thudding on the ground. You can just hear these big like, Dook! and yeah. we're like, yeah, we're going to go get ice cream and fucking they're like, well, this is important. I was like, yeah, I remember that it was really important. But uh, frankly, yeah, well, we never forgot. I don't. <laughs> I don't need to see uh, bodies landing on the ground. Uh, I'm yeah, trying to have a nice a time. <laughs> I think I will say this. I I understand the almost like like that kind of uh, morbid sensibility of like we have to watch this we have to see it because like i get that same feeling from like watching police videos of like of police killing black people like i have that same like drive to like well i have to i can't turn away from this because nobody else is so i understand that but it's weird i think when it comes to how we're choosing to memorialize the day like instead of the events and the tragedy, why are we not just talking about the people? The, the thing I think I saw that I liked the most was they had like people give their initial reactions like close to the date of it and then had them come back like 20 years later and give like, you know, updates on how they felt. And I feel like that is more, you know, reflective of how to remember this sure. than reliving and rehashing the trauma. The, the really traumatic parts of it. I think we can talk about it and process it, but I don't know how I feel about, to your point, like fucking trauma porn where I'm just watching people right. fall out of the, the, the goddamn buildings and die. I don't want to relive that part of it. And I think the, the amount of, um, of things that 9-11 has been used for, uh, it kind of yeah. changed the entire political landscape. Um, ice. Fucking ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ice. It's- I mean... 
our perception of, of George W. Bush between the, the years of two thousand one and two thousand three. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Oh God. I don't care if he's making paintings now. <laughs> the the overarching tragedy of it all still hurts me on a very emotional level. Like it I'm still really, really like emotionally hurt by it. Sure. Like watching it happen in in real time because I did. It was scary. I, I remember crying the entire time. Uh, I, I, they didn't I, tell us at school. They just sent us home. They're like, something bad happened in New York, and they sent us home on like an emergency half day. So I, like, they sent us home, and and we, yeah. I just, we all had to be at home while our parents were at work and just like observe, like, because it was on every channel. And so you're just watching people like fall out of buildings, and you're watching things yeah. explode. And you know, if you, especially if you lived in near like a large city. Uh, sense at the of time. It all. You're scared that You're it's going like, to happen shit. again. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think for people who lived in New York, like that entire thing, like, you know, if you lived in New York, you saw that with your own eyes. It wasn't, yeah. oh, that's on TV. It was, that shit yeah. is outside happening right now. And yeah. I think the the thing that I would hope that we take away from this is uh, from a positive standpoint, uh, it was Nice to see that when the chips were down to an extent, everybody who identified as American acted like an American. And what I meant was they actually tried to help each other. They actually tried to like, you know, comfort one another. It was good to see that. Although I do, uh, I do often think about what if 9-11 had happened when Twitter existed. Ugh. Like. <laughs> oh. Or just social media in general, because it kind of didn't. It existed, but it, it really wasn't didn't. as powerful as it, it, yeah. it wasn't as powerful as it is now. It's right. like, I think Facebook may have just been getting started. Yeah. And it's just, it's wild. I, I remember when it happened, I was like, just, I was so young. I was like 18 or 19. I was, I think, 19. And I remember just like, uh, cause I was, I was going from door to door when I found out about it. And I, people were like, I remember like, I, I thought I was just on fire. I thought I was just like right. really crushing it with the Bible verses because people were really listening to me and being like, <laughs> oh my God. And then I kept getting, people kept saying like, oh, that's so relevant along with what we're, what happened with the events of today. And I was like, yeah, I know what we're talking about. And then finally, <laughs> like, after like the second or third person said that, I was like, "What is?" Ha-? And then finally, so I finally was just like, "Well, what happened today?" And they're like, "You don't know." And so they're like, "You, you should just, you should." And so then I went home and I saw it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And then I just sat there and just watched it all unfold. And when I got home, the first tower was down, and right. when I, I I was sat there and watched, the second one got hit and went down, yeah. and it was just like, "Holy shit!" So it was a lot. Uh, I will say this: if for people who were you know permanently touched by this, I think we were all touched by it uh, emotionally and mentally but people who lost you know family members uh first responders who died in it and their families my heart goes out to them i wish it was something that never happened it still kind of hurts to to see and i i hope that in our attempt to quote unquote never forget that we still remember that people are, are alive and attached to it and that we do it in a way that's respectful of the people who died and well, of that, the families that are still alive. I think that, but I also, I do think that it's important to remember that this is the type of thing that we also do to other countries yeah, for a much more extended period of time. Like the amount of civilian deaths that we have caused versus the amount of civilian deaths that we've had. It was shocking because we didn't think it could happen here. Um, and it is very yeah. sad because there are all these people who got caught up in uh, someone else's uh, fight essentially yeah. um 
So we're pawns you know, what, in someone else's game. What can you know? What can we do as people to not just avoid like getting caught up in that, but also like how do we um, how do we influence the people who are in power or get different people in power who you know maybe don't want to go and uh, bomb the shit out of a country for oil until people are really mad at us. Yeah, or because like, the thing is, the, the, the key, though, to that is that we've already done all those bombings for oil. So at the right. very least, find someone who understands like that it's going to take some work and effort for us to repair those relationships if they are repairable. Yeah. And if not, to the, the very least, uh, because I feel like... I feel like this is where we hit this weird impasse, right? So, and and we got to wrap because we're almost we're we're out of time. But yeah, I, I do. I feel like we hit this weird impasse as a country, as America, because of our past. Yes, it's almost like, uh, like if you if you lived in a town where for like forty years you were just this hard drinking son of a bitch, like you just you 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 beat up every you beat every dude in town, you fucked every woman, regardless of whether yeah. they were married or not. And you were just that that dude. Yeah. And then after like forty years of you just are you just, calling just, are you calling me out? <laughs> no, no, of course not. You haven't had forty years of heart just just fucking sure, everything. Sure. But like if after forty years of just this heart, you know, of being this person, let's say that you had to change your heart and now you have to come back to all these people and try to like build relationships with them. And as a person who has like literally blacked out and burnt relationships without realizing it, I can yeah. tell you right now, there are some people that no matter what you say or how you try to justify it, or even if in our case, we're like, no, that wasn't me. That was the, uh, the, my predecessor. Right. That shit doesn't matter. It already yeah. happened and there's nothing you can do about it. And so we hit this weird impasse where we both have to try to remain open for diplomacy, but we also have to have some security so that we don't have, uh, we don't leave ourselves open for uh, more attacks on on human soil. So, I mean, to your point, we don't need to continue wars in other countries and bombing other people, but we also kind of need to figure out if those relationships can be repaired, how we repair them, how can we even begin to repair them? Because it's going to take long periods of time. And then the ones that are not repaired, how can we protect ourselves in the least harmful way to other citizens of the world, not just to other Americans? Right. So it's 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 a very nuanced problem. And it'll be interesting. Well, it's not interesting. I don't want to say that. I don't think it's going to get fixed anytime soon, especially if we keep... <laughs> If we keep just going for the oldest motherfucker we can find to put in office, like, I, and I don't, I'm not being ages. I'm not being ages. I just want somebody who just wasn't fucking comfortable during segregation. Just someone sure, who didn't sure. like, who who didn't sit in a restaurant eating a steak and look over at some black people and be like, look at them, those black people outside, and then go back to your steak. I just want someone who who didn't do that. That's all I want. Anyway, V. It's um, <laughs> a weird way to end. Wow. Hey, fuck this shit. No. Uh, v, it's Frown, frown Town, baby. Uh, if people want to reach out to you, um, and if you want to be reached out to, how can they do that? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at V Chatty. That's V E E C H A T T I E. And Jay, where would people find you? Great question, V. You can find me both on Twitter and Instagram at adjective underscore J. And if you want to reach out to the show, you can find us at Frowntown Pod. 
both on Instagram and on Twitter. And if you go to twitch.tv front slash frowntown, you can find us there as well. Um, this has been a fun show. I am really, really happy that both of our mics worked. <laughs> um, yes. I'm also happy to see, to see your back, your back. Uh, I, I know you're in Texas right now, but you're like home, which is nice. I'm excited for that. I, yes. Uh, I am in my, one of my two homes. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy that you're home and that you're safe, obviously. And yes. I, I'm looking forward to the next time you're here in Seattle. But uh, I'm just glad you're safe. Seriously, awesome. I, believe it or not, you you would be you wouldn't maybe you would you would not be surprised by how many uh, people who were listeners of the show just casually hit me and were like, "So V's moving to Texas, huh?" <laughs> 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 we, we we are collectively worrying about you now. <laughs> sure, <laughs> so sure. congrats. If you were like, yeah, I got a group of people who worry about me. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, for everybody who's listening, thank you so much. Uh, and fucking FCON, right? FCON. Yeah.